0: Your clothes need a detergent as active as you are. wind sports detergent removes sweat, oils, bacteria, and salts from your workout wearer so it feels, and perhaps more importantly, smells fresh as new. Save 20% off any Wynn products on Amazon using code AMRGOWIN. That's all one word. Limit one redemption per customer. Again, that code on Amazon is AMRGOWIN. A-M-R-G-O-W-I-N. Welcome to AMR Answers. This is Sarah Bowen Shea, and this is Timothy McDowell. How you doing, Sarah Bowen Shea? I am good. I am good. I had a very interesting experience, very fun, memorable experience last night that I'm very excited to share on this. I was like, oh, I can't is, wait to tell is the it AMR X-rated? crowd like no, last no. night. I mean, okay. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. It uh, so little backstory people might know that my 14 year old son john is on a pre-professional dance program at school company at school jefferson dancers and so we had our fundraiser for them in december and the artistic director of the jefferson dancers is this guy steve and so steve was offering a jazz class for jazz dance class for anyone ages 14 and older as a and you know 20 bucks for do it so i didn't sign i didn't sign up at the auction itself but then they were like oh we have more room for it who wants to do it and i was like oh i I, you know i want to support them and that would be really interesting to see how steve works and all this stuff i was like oh but i'm totally not a dancer so i asked john his opinion and i was just asking him whether i should do it or not he takes the ball and runs with it he says oh mom you should totally do it and i'll do it too oh fun Like, really? He's like, yeah, be fun. And so then of course I think like, oh my gosh, well, I hope there's space. I hope we can get in. Like, it's going to be so crowded. Oh my goodness. So (laughs) We meet up, go to it. I'm wearing my badass mother runner t shirt at it because you know, so make it, just, it clear that we're a runner, not a dancer, yes. right? <laughs> yes, yes. It's the, but it's the older design. So it's kind of subtle, you know, and it's on a black shirt. So, you know, it gives me a little cred, but I just was like, yeah, I want to be very much known. Like, I am not wearing a dance shirt. Like, I am a runner. <laughs> so, anyway, so it's John and me. And then finally, at the last minute, four other adult women show up and one sister of one of the guys on the company so it is um and steve has already asked me oh sarah you know what's your dance experience like zero nothing he's like have you taken Zumba? I'm like, no. And then I'm like, I-, I took two drum dancing classes last year at Rancho La Puerta. And then I'm like, oh, and we did a striptease class too. And he's like, great, great. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm going, oh my
1: God, rolling his eyes in the back of his head. Yeah.
0: And so I think I might've worked into the conversation that I was a runner, maybe. Maybe And like four or
1: five uh, times.
0: Yeah. No, I actually didn't. I was kind of like, oh, this is Steve. Like, I got to like not be overly chatty. I can't appear that I'm fawning, nothing. And so- So then these other women come in and oh, well, of course the sister of the one dancer, you know, she's basically could be on the Jefferson dancer. She's such an amazing dancer. And then all the, all these other moms are like, oh yeah, I dance in high school. Oh yeah. I, you know, take classes once a week at Polaris, all this stuff. And I'm like. Oh gosh, I am so sunk. <laughs> so How'd it, it go? Hour, it was an hour and a half class. Oh my gosh, that's a long time. <laughs> and he, uh, and so he totally led us through a warm up, uh-huh. and then a lot of exercises. Because I, in all honesty, whenever John would say he was doing his jazz class, I'm like, I have no idea what jazz dancing is like. And sure. now I realize it's kind of Bob Fosse style. And but so the warm up was very much not only big stretching but also a lot of things that I do in bar class. Oh good. And so um so anyway but John was so encouraging the entire time like it was amazing it was just amazing so fun he would well he'd look over and he'd be like good job mom like he'd mouth it to me he'd like give me the thumbs up and then after a little segment was done he'd come over and totally like hold both hands up and not high five just as much as you know like like smack them to me like a like a coach would do or something like yeah yeah awesome awesome and so then he and and I looked at him like so skeptical. he's like no mom you're doing so great you're doing so great and so that, but he was so funny when we were doing these stretches with, you know, like our legs spread as wide as we could and going toward the middle, he goes, mom, just make your legs flat. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, so, he, so he's motioning possible. to like push down on them. And he finally goes, mom, even if you can only go this far, it's better to have your legs straight. I'm like, all right. Okay. Well, <laughs> right. and uh, oh, he taught me about how to, it's not going up on your toes. It's going up on the ball of your foot. And I got to say, I also haven't been barefoot for 90 minutes in a very long time. Sure. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my feet actually feel really good. My hips feel better today, but, um, oh, and then, you know, we moved into, you know, some moves and stringing them together. I was like and, say, you know, did you do a little dance
1: at the end? Oh,
0: Mikey. most definitely. Oh, and Mo- so oh, Steve took a video of it and I'm like, oh my gosh. And, um. So, oh, and there was one part where he had to do improv, and Steve specified that it had to be on the floor. So I get down there, and John was really hamming it up by this point. So I get, and I'm like, okay, I'll just ham it up too. So I get down and pretend to be doing backstroke. Oh my God. That's
1: awesome. I love it. I love it. Gosh, do you have any pictures? I kind of feel like we need a picture of this.
0: Oh, uh, we only There's only one picture of a uh, selfie of John and me just, you know, I, that I just took with of us and it's called the dungeon where they dance. It's in a basement. And so, uh, you know, obviously finished basement, I don't mean to make it sound draconian. And um, so uh, yeah, no, there's no, cause I just thought, Oh, I, I can't like, I'm so
1: bad at it. I can't be like, Hey, can you get a picture of us dancing? <laughs> <laughs> but I love good job going, honestly. Like that, is, it is so much harder than it looks. I mean, so much harder. There's a bunch of adults classes Ben takes um like beginner ballet and beginner tap dance and they have a bunch mm-hmm. of adult and there's always a part of me is like oh I wonder if I should you know my mom really loved tap dancing I'm like I right, maybe I should try I'm like and Melissa who works with us takes a tap dance class and yeah I mean it's definitely um you know getting out of your comfort zone which is 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 challenging and kind of scary but also fun right but did you know the funny thing so I was
0: uh texting my best friend this morning about you know the chocolate who lives in Brooklyn and so she's like I think it's so great you got out of your Comfort zone. It wasn't until she typed that that I thought, "Oh, I guess that's what I did." Like, <laughs> I just thought, like, I want to go. You know, it's so much a part of John's life. I want to see what Steve's like. I want to see what it's like to be in the dungeon. Sure. I want to see John dance. Certainly, and so, and I just love doing something with him. And you know, yeah. you know. Oh, and Steve asked beforehand. He said, "Oh, so have you all done something of that you like to do together?" And I said, "Oh, I think we've run like maybe two or three times together." And it was a million years ago. So um, so anyway, so it didn't and and I also just was like, you know what? It's he's it's openly acknowledged that I'm the one who doesn't have any experience, and so I just was gonna have a good time. And John and I were laughing our heads off, and the other ladies were kind of looking like, why are they laughing so much? Sure, sure. <laughs> oh, that's great. And, yeah. and, um, and then so then we, you know, John's a freshman, and so we walked out and I said. John, I said, if they do this every year, let's do it every year. And he's like, totally mom. And I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. Good. Um, yeah, Good. yeah. 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 So Yay. it was really, it was really, really special. And I just, gosh, it just, uh, it was really,
1: really fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, so. Well, nice work. I'm gonna have to see your jazz moves uh, <laughs> <laughs> next time. We, next time we're well, together.
0: Oh, I do want to say that. So when we were doing all the warm up, there was, uh, you know, I knew that I my flexibility just is non-existent, right? And so, but they he said, okay, now we're gonna work on balance, and I was like, this is something that if I focus on, I can do. Like I, I want to be good at one thing. And so I worked really hard on doing all this one-legged stuff. And afterwards, when John and I were driving home, he goes, mom, you're really good at balance. I was like, yes. Yes, he noticed. (laughs) (laughs) I was also too busy that, you know, there's a whole uh, uh, wall of mirror and I was too busy staring at Steve to see what I was supposed to be doing to look at myself in the mirror. Because I think if I at any point looked at myself in the mirror, it would have been all over but the crying. So,
1: yeah. Um, now yeah, it sounds. Yeah.
0: I wish that you know. Maybe, maybe yeah. you enroll
1: in your own class. Start. It.
0: Oh well, Molly and I. I've always daydreamed about being a great hip hop dancer, mm-hmm. and then at the uh, performance. John did last week, Molly Lane's everyone goes, we should take a hip hop class together. I'm like, yes, there you go. Um,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll have four, four dance classes to your to your credit when the instructor asks, Do you have dance? <laughs> yes. Yes, 90 minutes with Steven, Jazz. <laughs> right, way <up> right.
0: there. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. Well, let's move on to our questions. This one comes from Nicole in Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. Hi, this is Nicole from Shippensburg, Pennsylvania. Merry Christmas. I just got a new watch for Christmas, and it does heart rate. I know you've gone over this before, but I thought maybe it would be great for all of us people that were given new watches for Christmas. If you could just quickly go over the heart rate for what is it to run as an easy heart rate, what is it to run at a threshold, um, if you could go over those rates for us. Greatly appreciated. Thanks. Bye. Okay. I in. I admit, I selfishly included this question because I'm entering the world of heart rate training on February 10th with yes. a heart and soul plan
1: from the Train Like a Mother Club. Yes, so. nice, good. Well, so. awesome that she got the, the got a watch that has heart rate on it. Um, mm-hmm. I would just, uh, not to knock the gift at all, but wrist-based heart rate is just not as far technolog- technologically as... Um, mm-hmm. Accurate as we want it to be, so um, so just take that with a grain of salt. So if you want to have perfect readings, you're still gonna have to wear a chest strap. And the good news is, like um, you can really, you know, like it's really easy to pair a Bluetooth with. Like if you have got a Garmin, just you can get a Garmin chest strap for. I don't know, like 50 bucks, 60 bucks. It's not a crazy mm. amount of money. Um, mm. And they last forever. Um, you wash them off after you use them to keep them kind of keep the sensors clean and stuff. But, so that's one thing I just want to put the, out there to begin with. Um, the other thing that before we go over the zones is that, um, you know, it will probably calculate your zones for you, um, mm-hmm. which is great. It's okay, but it's going to go off your age. Right. And mm. the, and heart rate is not necessarily like, that's a nice, you know, general way to do it. Right. Um, formula.
0: yeah,
1: yeah, but it doesn't necessarily take into account individual, you know, genetics and fitness and all, all those things that can add into heart rate. So Mm -hmm. I actually just met, um, it's funny. Uh, I met with a woman here in Denver. I know from our pool on Sunday, she's also going into the heart, heart and soul, um, uh, level two program. She is, um, she was like, yeah, I really, I just really need you to like verify this program. And I'm like okay, thinking she's like a brand new runner or something. She's like, yeah. So my um, my last marathon was, or half marathon was a 148, and I'm like, uh huh. I don't think you need me, but sure, I'll, I'm here to help. She's doing her first marathon, but oh. um, but I but the reason why I'm telling you that is because I had her get a strap um, uh-huh. for sure, and then her heart rate. So she's the the funny thing is, if she listens to this, I'll tell her too. Um, her name is Joy. She um she is kind of quote unquote racing one of her coworkers who is a younger male oh. co-worker uh-huh. um, and they're pretty uh-huh. compatible wise running running wise uh-huh. Uh-huh. um and so she was like and you know we go on these group runs and you know my heart rate's at like 154 and his is at like 186 and i'm not working uh-huh. hard enough and i'm like oh yes yes you are you know like you're I mm-hmm. you mean and she's running you know 830 paces i'm like wow. i'm pretty sure you're running fast enough you know <laughs> yes, for a 10 mile yes. run um, yes. but uh but there's just, there's just inherent differences. So, yeah. you know, your max and it, and it doesn't, um, relate to your fitness level. That's the biggest thing. People get heart rate consume um, mixed up with VO two max, which is mm-hmm. an indicator of fitness. Um, mm. but heart rate is not. So Sarah, your maximum heart rate, maybe 250. And mine might be 150, and we can Mm -hmm. still be both very, very capable runners. So Mm -hmm. that's just one thing to keep in mind. And so when you go off your age, certainly, yes, it's a nice ballpark, um, Mm. but there might be things that make your heart rate a lot lower, your max heart rate a lot lower, or a lot higher. So if you can Mm. do a test and get your own numbers, which the Heart and Soul programs do include, yeah. Um, a test. Uh, and it is not pleasant, but it gets you the numbers that you need so that the rest of your runs can be pleasant and efficient. So yeah. um, so that's a long, kind of, those are two big disclaimers. I'm excited for the test. Yeah. Well, so it was Joy. It was fun because okay. she was like, you know, I'm like, you need to get your own numbers. Like, because that's the, that's really the beauty of training by heart rate is that it, it gives, it's like personalized training, right? Because mm-hmm. it, it gives you exactly the zones that you need to, you know, stay where you need to stay when you do an easy run and push yourself when you, yes. you know, when it's time to go harder. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. always kind of intriguing, right? Um, oh yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so zones again, and and some people go one to five. Um, that's typically the zones. Um, one and two are easier zones. One is, is, is kind of a recovery zone, but Um, make no mistake. You can definitely gain fitness in zone one. Um, zone two is kind of where we, where we spend a lot of time. That's an easy run. Um, coach, uh, Jen and Liz call it extensive endurance. That's where you improve your endurance and aerobic capacity. Um, and it's, you know, the place where you want to spend the bulk of your time. Um, uh, zone three is where we get caught up. We've talked about before on, um, different podcasts, uh, previous podcasts on, Uh, AMR answers about that gray zone where Mm, it feels really good. You're like, yes, I just ran four miles and I feel my legs are a little sore and I really sweated and I'll be a little sore tomorrow. And, you know, which is great. It's a great like mental workout and kind of a badass workout. But as far as being, um, moving your training forward, it's not necessarily the best. It kind of gets like mm-hmm. a C minus, right? Because mm-hmm, you're not mm-hmm. either spending time building your endurance base and you're not pushing yourself hard enough to make the yeah. physiological uh, changes that help you run faster over time. It's kind of, kind of neither here nor there. Exactly. Exactly. And then four and five are, you know, um, kind of what they sound like. They get, as you As they get higher, you know, four, you can spend a little more time in than five, but they're both places where you are like, okay, <laughs> when, when is this over? When is this over? <laughs> Especially five, five is, you know, you know, it's the 30 it's seconds the, death, or less. the death zone of Everest. Exactly. Right? Exactly. <laughs> You're going to want your oxygen tank. So yeah, I mean, so that's ba- a basic primer. I mean, so again, if you, you know, but really the key is more than anything than worrying about the zones is making sure that you have your watch set up for your individual level mm-hmm. of fitness through a test or through some kind of means that is beyond um, beyond just letting it calculate for you. And again, if you were going to go buy it, um, really, you know, you could you can definitely use the wrist, you know, um, but when I use the wrist versus using the strap, it's just, it's, it's just different, right? It just does. It just, the, the strap picks up faster. The strap, um, you know, gives me just, it's just much more accurate. I guess. Okay. So, okay.
0: I'm thinking maybe I'll ha- maybe, um, bring your sorrential apart and I can maybe borrow your strap.
1: Um, well, or, is I need it, or is it calculate? Oh, oh, I use it for my cycling, but you can get one Sarah. Oh. They're really, I can, I can send you a link to one oh, um, okay. for your Garmin. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's... I mean, it's, it's not, it's, it, they're not um, super expensive and they're very easy to use.
0: Okay. All right. Cause I haven't used one since gosh, probably the literally the mid nineties or the late nineties when I was you know, reviewing things for magazines. Sure. And I just remember you go past, uh, um, High, you know, like a power line or something. And suddenly it would say I was going, you know, 230. I'm like, really? Because I'm saying full sentences over here. I yeah. don't think so.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. They've come a long way. I so, wore them a ton when I was rowing very competitively. And yes. I remember thinking, I will never put another heart rate strap on my body again. <laughs> like, I really, like, when I was done, I was done. And, uh-huh. and so it just took a while to put it back on. But now I use it more as, um, information rather than um you know a mandate <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: okay okay good good all right well you sold me you sold me
1: one of the questions we often get
0: asked is how do i get the stink out of my workout wear we hear you mother runner after we work up a sweat our athletic gear can reek but stink be gone we have found a solution wind sports detergent removes sweat oils bacteria and salts from workout wear so it feels and smells fresh as new The key to win is how it lifts out oils. Let me take you through a bit of science. Wicking fabrics, like the ones most of us run in, attract oils. It's cruel irony that the very properties that allow synthetic fabrics to wick away moisture cause them to attract oils. Adding insult to injury, as bacteria from your skin consume these oils, they create gases which give synthetics that telltale, sweaty smell. Win for the win. The active ingredients in wins separate oils from synthetics. These oil-removing ingredients aren't found in most supermarket detergents. By removing oils, wind makes your apparel smell and perform like new. This is because in addition to causing odor, these oils impede performance. By removing them, wind makes your apparel wick better and last longer. And it works on any stinky stuff in your laundry. Dimity uses it on her daughter's volleyball pads, and we both use it on the covers of our dog beds. Wind stops stink in its tracks. Starting this month, a 1.5-ounce sample of Win is included in every order from our Mother Runner store. And you can save 20% off any Win products on Amazon using code AMRGOWIN. That's all one word. Limit one redemption per customer. Again, that code on Amazon is AMRGOWIN. A-M-R-G-O-W-I-N. All right, this question is from Lexi in Wyoming.
1: Hi, Timothy and Sarah, this is Lexi from Wyoming. I have a question about staying motivated um, during training. So I did my first marathon in 2016, and I just signed up for my second one. It'll be in June of this year. And I'm worried already that I'm not gonna stay as motivated now that I know that I can run the marathon distance. So my question is, how do I stay motivated the second time around? When, um, I don't know, I feel like I know I can do it. So will I stay as dedicated to the training plan? Do you guys have any suggestions for me? Thank you. Bye. Yeah, I think it's a great question. I think, um, you know, if, she's, if she signed up for it, there's something that's interesting about it. Oh, that's, yep. you know, yep. to mm-hmm. her. So, I mean, even though she doesn't have a fire lit because it doesn't have that, can I do it? Um, mm-hmm. I think that she can kind of still make it an interesting you know, journey and and a fun training cycle.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I definitely related to this question. Once again, you see it, uh, there's a little nepotism in me choosing questions for this show. Um, so because you know, that program, the heart and soul level two that I'm embarking on is 20, 20 weeks of training. Sarah, student- it used to be 24. We just
1: brought it down. I know. Oh, I don't so. please you think,
0: <laughs> you think I didn't have a, a, you know, a personal interest in being like, no, no, Oh, we should totally cut it down to 20. I think that's a smart move. Um, so, uh, so yeah. And that'll be marathon number 15 for me me. So, you know, that Lexi, I want to assure you that you can find, uh, you know, some inspiration, and motivation there inside of you rather than just being like, okay, I just want to see if I can make it. So you got to remember that everybody, everybody who trains for a marathon, no matter what, you know, number marathon it is, they, you're going to experience lulls in the training cycle. You know, Dim, you so often say there will be peaks and valleys and, you know, your enthusiasm is going to wax and wane. There's going to be mornings, that alarm's going to go off and you're going to be like, yes, okay, get to go out and do that. And other days, ah, snooze, snooze, snooze. So just, you know, remind yourself that's it's normal and to be expected. And then hopefully that'll make you be kinder to yourself when you're feeling
1: low energy or unmotivated. Totally, totally. Yeah. And I mean, one of the ways that, you know, I've only done two marathons. So Lexi, I'm in your boat in the second marathon that I did. I paid myself for every mile I trained because that was the kind of marathon runner that I was. So, um, I gave myself a dollar, which was a lot. It was right after, um, Ben or kind of was, Ben was still young. He was, I think less than one. So I was looking for some new clothes, right? I was so sick of my (laughs) maternity clothes and, you know, being in the, you know, joggers with the elastic waist. So, um, So that was it. That was a good strategy for me. Um, You could do it. You can do 50 cents. You could do 25 cents. Um, You could also, uh, you know, do it by, um, I don't know, like, I just think that there's a lot of motivation in adding up things, right? Yeah.
0: and I also, sorry to interrupt, yeah. but I also love, tell, you know, it's not like you then after three weeks then went to Target and bought a sweater, but you saved it up and then spent it yes. Yes. at the, in
1: San Francisco. In San, yeah. I went shopping the day after. Yes. It was very yeah. fun. It was very fun. And it's, it was a nice, like, I can't remember what I made now um, because it, as some people may know, ended up getting a stress fracture doing on the bikes. I gave myself 10 minutes for every a dollar for every 10 minutes of cross training. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's one way to do it. Or you can even just say, um, you know, a hundred X's a hundred miles or a hundred minutes or, you know, seven workouts, every seven workouts I'm going to do X. Like if you're more Mm -hmm. of a, like, I want something more immediate to keep yourself going, you know, whether that's like your favorite, you know, peanut butter smoothie, or if it's a pedicure, mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, it's it's a little. Sometimes I'm like, really, I have to pay myself to do this thing that I know <laughs> is really good for me. But um, but it's it's okay, right? Like, just take yeah, it for what it is and, and enjoy the 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 perks. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. And I say another
0: great perk that will keep you moving, keep you going out the door, is knowing that you're going to be meeting somebody. So, Lexi, find a running partner. Yeah. And, um, hopefully you there's one in know.
1: Wyoming, <laughs> in, <Right. laughs> in the sparsely populated state of Wyoming. I would, I would even go a second. I would even add a second. Cause the, the other thing that really kept me going for the Nike women's was you were running it. My friend Catherine was running it. My sister, Sarah was running it. Like, mm-hmm. so, you know, you don't have to have a whole posse going with you, but if you can find somebody and it could not, may, it might not be somebody in like your immediate, like friend circle, but maybe it's even just a work colleague or a, you know, a friend of a friend or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. where you're going to kind of connect because that I think is really, that just makes it, it just, it just increases the whole experience and it just, Mm -hmm. it makes accountability so much more fun. I mean, even going back to joy, like, you know, yes, she's running her first marathon. So she's got that in her as well, but then she's got this Competition going with a coworker, right? That she sees right, every right. day, or sees yeah. on the weekdays, you know. So just something like that that gets you um, a little fired up.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it could even be somebody, you know, a college roommate who now lives in Florida or something, and that you, yeah. You know, I mean, we've done um, our regular podcast talking about long-distance running partners, and you know, so you could. Call and chat on a Bluetooth headset, or you compare notes, or you know, you just follow each other on Strava, whatever it is. And then you're that much more excited to get to the marathon weekend itself. And you know, you don't want to get there and be like, "Oh, I didn't do my training." You go off and run it. I'll meet you back, and we'll go to brunch. It's like, no, 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 it doesn't work that way. So, um, I also think, you know, talking about colleagues, you know, tell everybody you know, tell anyone who will listen whether you know it's friends family th- about your upcoming race and you know obviously tell them on social media but i think telling people in person even neighbors because don't you find that you know that's then you go to like a potluck and people are like okay i'm going to talk to sarah now sarah's a runner that's what i'll talk to sarah about sure, sure. yeah 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 totally. <laughs> so so they're going to ask and you don't want to be like Oh yeah, I haven't I haven't gone out in two weeks, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
1: um, yeah. And then finally, you know, I don't we do we we don't know where her marathon is. So we do not. We do okay. not. Okay. So yeah. so hopefully it's a race that you're excited to do, right? I mean, that's really at the end of the day. Like, I mean, going to San Francisco was really fun, right, Sarah? Mm-hmm, you going mm-hmm, to Missoula yeah. is really fun. Yeah, you know, it doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be super far away or you know some big expense, but maybe it's going to you know your college where you went to college or a place that you have some family or friends Mm -hmm. or something like that. So that there's like a little extra bonus instead of just, hi. I mean, I always use the, um, (laughs) Sarah, my sister ran the Durango marathon, um, Mm -hmm. a long time ago, um, and it was very lonely and, um, you know, just not a lot of people did it and, yeah. you know, and I, yeah, Durango is an awesome place to go. I mean, but you know, it's, there was nothing drawing her there and it was mm. just a rough day. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like you've already had a race picked, but if that's, if, this, if you find yourself in Lexi's situation, you know, definitely get something that has a little oomph to it for some, mm-hmm. for whatever reason.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, peruse sites like race raves, bib rave, something like that, that, or, you know, marathon where you can read people's reviews of races because that's going to get you jazzed Lexi. You know, you're going to be like, Oh, I don't want to go on that 16 miler. Well then go on, you know, bib rave and be like, Oh, the, the scenery was so amazing. And the crashing waves right alongside the race course and you know, whatever it is, or the, you know the The architecture, Dimity, the architecture you get to run by. The the blooming flowers. Um so (laughs) Yeah, just something to get you to get you fired up. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we have um another marathoner. This is Beth in Northern Virginia.
1: Hi Sarah and Dimity. This is Beth calling from Northern Virginia. I am looking to do my very first marathon in the spring of twenty twenty one. So I'm wondering what your best advice is for what I can do this year to get prepared. I am in many happy miles, and I love it. Um, And I believe I'm going to do the heart rate marathon plan, which would put me starting October, November of this year. So what can I do from now until then
0: to best prepare me for my first marathon training? Thanks. Love you guys. Bye.
1: So sweet. She wants to do a marathon in, um, spring of 2021. So yay that for being so proactive and forward thinking, that's, Mm -hmm. that's really Mm -hmm. important. Um, so the only, so the biggest thing right now is to get as strong as you can. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and stay injury free, right. Between Mm -hmm. now and, um, you know, when you start to train in October or November. So, um, you know, strength training, you can never go wrong with, you know, the basic body moves, doing those three to four times a week, um, you know, foam rolling, um, getting a massage. I mean, you know, all that stuff is going to still come in, um, when, when you start to marathon train, but if you can kind of make it part of your daily or weekly schedule now, so that when you get Mm -hmm. to marathon training, it's like, oh, I'm missing foam rolling. I'm going to do that instead of having to you know, integrate all these things on top of training, yes. um, that's, you know, that's that a, might make it easier.
0: That's a really great point. So that it's not like, here's 17 things you need to be doing. It's like, Oh, it's okay. I'm already doing about 15 of them. It's exactly. Fine. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, and there won't be 17, Beth, don't worry. There no, be, but, no,
1: it's really yeah. just, it's this, it's the stuff that gets, um, most pushed aside in marathon training is first strength training because people get really obsessed about the miles that they have to run, mm-hmm. um, and then sleep, um, and mm-hmm. foam rolling. Um, so, Mm -hmm. you know, if you can kind of keep those in mind, uh, and, and kind of get yourself into a good groove prior to that, that's going to set you on your, set yourself up really well.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and then in terms of base mileage, you know, you should be running consistently. We, um, took a look to see what the, um, heart and soul level one marathon prereqs should be because all the train like a mother club programs say what base you need, what your prerequisite should be. So so for that one is uh, you're running at least 45 to 60 minutes, three to four times a week for at least eight weeks.
1: Yeah. And that's, and that's good. So that kind of comes up to about 20 miles a week ish, you know, ish. So sometimes you might be (laughs) at, you know, 14 and sometimes you might be at 22, you know, it doesn't, you know, there's no like, oh, I've got to be at 20 miles a week, exactly, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the same with the tw- um, all of uh, Coach Amanda's plans, like the 26.2, um, you know, go the distance, crush the distance, that kind of thing. I mean, you want to have, um, you just want to have a base, right? Um, so somewhere between 15 and 20 miles a week, um, consistently injury-free for, again, like six to eight weeks is, is ideal, mm-hmm. um, because you are going to ramp up. So, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, if you're going to be on a, you know her, Amanda's plans are 18 weeks heart and soul are 20 that's a long time and 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 for good reason right i mean yes there are plans out there that say a marathon in 12 weeks and certainly there are people that can follow those but if you're injury prone or you're coming up coming into your first marathon like beth like you really want to have the time to ramp up and make sure that your body absorbs the training really efficiently before hitting the starting line. Mm-hmm.
0: I love your phrase absorbs the training. That I like that idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So and then final note to Beth is it feel free to enjoy the summer trying new or different activities, you know, I don't know, swimming, Zumba, you know. So us uh, <laughs> <you know>, <laughs> right, right. So that so that because you know, for those 20 weeks or the 18 weeks if you're on traditional plan, your workouts are going to be pretty much dictated and you don't want to get into, you know, a scenario like Lexi of feeling, you know, maybe kind of constrained by that. So, you know, kind of go have fun this summer, make sure you're strength training, you know, doing some prep and then be ready to, you know, go after it come October or November. Get after Mm -hmm. it like Carrie Dolefsson. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. I was channeling Carrie just then. Uh, So this final question comes from Cassandra on Long Island, New
1: York. Hi ladies, this is Cassandra from Long Island. Uh, mother, mother runner of three. Uh, my youngest is nine months old and she is doing a lot of my runs with me in a jogging stroller. My question is, is it safer to run with the jogging stroller like I would run into oncoming traffic? Well, not into oncoming traffic, but against oncoming traffic? Or do I treat it more like a bicycle because it's on wheels and do I run on the right side of the street with, uh, traffic? i uh, looking forward to hearing your
0: answers. Bye. All right. I just thought this was a really good question to go over the rules of the road. Like I like there to be an occasional PSA on answers. Sure. Uh, so, yeah. so, so, I mean, the, the short answer is to most definitely 100% to whether you're pushing a stroller or not to run facing oncoming traffic so that Cassandra with that stroller or any other runner who's listening can see the cars as they approach. Yeah. Um, you know, because if that driver does not see you, if you can see them, it gives you time to get out of their way.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, I, I realize this is, it's pretty all common sense after you get that out of the way, but obviously you want a pretty wide shoulder <laughs> if you're mm-hmm. going to have a stroller. I mean, you want a wide shoulder regardless, but with a stroller that's extra yes. important. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, and just, you know, there's, there's so many times when, you just need to sometimes like raise your hand and say, like literally wave mm-hmm. your arm in the air and say, do you see me? Right. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. kind of be a jerk. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and just say, you know, like, I mean, there, there are times like, especially like around stop signs on um, roads yeah. that aren't super well trafficked. They're not looking mm-hmm. for pedestrians or bike riders. Mm-hmm. I definitely yep. remember a couple times in um, Santa Fe and that when I was like, dude, like even like hitting the, 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 um, Hood of the car. Hood of the car. I would say the trunk of the car, but then that would probably hit me. Um, <laughs> or, or traffic lights. I mean, traffic lights, you cannot, you just cannot assume anything. Like, like mm-hmm. you know, there are just so many times where you're like, oh, it's okay because, you know, I have the green or whatever and this, you know, whatever. I have a don't walk, but nobody's coming or whatever. And, you know, the 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 consequences are so great. And we've seen enough stories about people who you know, thought they could beat it or, you know, mm-hmm. stepped off the curb too early or whatever, just just don't take that risk, right? Just yeah. be and 100% safe.
0: I just also think wait and particularly on busy roads, wait a couple extra beats. That's my new thing when I drive is particularly in the morning when people are you know commuting to work and I'm driving John to school, I just wait that extra beat to make sure that somebody's not running the red.
1: Sure, sure. Yeah. And and, and with people yeah. on their phones too, I mean, you know, everyone mm-hmm. knows that they shouldn't be, but most everyone checks them, right? So you need mm-hmm. to, you know, just know that their their mind is not necessarily looking for a runner and a stroller.
0: Yeah, yeah. And lights, 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 wear them, carry them, put them on your shoes, on your knuckles, whatever, you know, and both both sides of you, you know, so that, I don't know. You just also, my thing, depending on what time of day Cassandra runs, I'm assuming it's probably not super early because hopefully that, um, you know, nine month old babes is still sleeping maybe till, I don't know, till till hopefully (laughs) six. Yeah. Maybe the sun's starting to come up. I don't know. But that, but that, um, you know, I oftentimes when I'm running early, that's my morning. But for some people, that's still their night. You know, they could be coming home you know, from the bar, they could be coming home from a, you know, a night shift of a job. So you just, you just never really know what's affecting the driver. So, um, and know that the the drivers always win,
1: you know, there's, the car is going to win. Yeah, mm -hmm, for sure. mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, those were great questions and we'd love yours. So if you have a question you want to ask us, um, call, uh, 470 badass one, That's 470-223-2771. Give us your first name, where you're calling from, and try to keep your message to about 90 seconds or less.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And please subscribe to the Another Mother Runner podcast so you catch every episode, especially now since we have one every Tuesday, in case you haven't caught it yet. Dimity now hosts AMR Trains, which alternates with this show so you don't... Don't have to wait um, two Tuesdays. There's something there waiting, a little Easter egg waiting for you every Tuesday. (laughs) I
1: think (laughs) it's the first time I've ever been called an Easter egg, Sarah. (laughs) I'm more like the, I don't even The giant Easter bunny. (laughs) I was about to say, yeah, or like the wolf or something like that. Anyway, keep those questions coming. We're here with answers.